0: Welcome to the Betterish Podcast. I'm Angie. And I'm Malin. We can't guarantee this podcast will improve your life, but we hope it will at least make you laugh and think about being better-ish. Good morning, Malin. Hey, Angie. How are you? Um, I'm pretty good, but I have a question to ask you. I need your I advice. I am full of answers. Yeah.
1: So when I went to the doctor to give my daughter her physical, well, I didn't give her the physical, <laughs> so the doctor would give her a physical, and they did the eye test they used shapes, so she had to stand and look at the wall, and instead <laughs> of reading the random numbers, you know, the E at the top. Yeah, they had her identify shapes just to make sure that they know in case she didn't get her letters right, which she can read. But so it was like star, triangle, whatever, uh-huh. and she very confidently got most of them wrong. <laughs> and afterwards, she was like, "Mom, I got them all right." I was like, "Oh, oh sweet you're girl. like thumbs up." She very confidently saw a star and was like, "Circle," and she was like <laughs> so proud of herself. But then I have perfect vision as far as I know my eye tests have always gone well and they were like you need to go to the eye doctor and I panicked I was like how do I go I need a referral they're like you don't need a referral for an eye doctor and I was like what I just show up or I call how do I how do I know who to call and I just felt really bad this was a while ago here's the thing this was like what is it November (laughs) this was like in August and I still (laughs) haven't done it but she doesn't she thinks her eyesight is great so I feel so bad that my daughter is going to be like those viral videos of people who get their vision for the first time in their <laughs> life and it's like they woke up and had been sleeping you know what I mean they finally know Angie. what it looks like to see and they're <laughs> magically looking around and that's gonna be my daughter but not because we lack resources just because I'm too afraid I don't know how to ugh, I'm not Angie, figuring it out like, how do I go so to the funny. eye doctor
0: we just dealt with this okay so I Mike has really bad eyesight and but I have fine eyes well they're going bad now but uh, I've never been to the eye doctor before, and so I was freaking out taking Briley. The first time we found out that Briley needed glasses too, I, I took it took like six months for me to take her in. I'm like, Mike, you have to do this. Like, I have no idea what to do. And he took her in and got it all figured out. But then her prescription, like, changed. Like, her eyes got really, really bad. And so we had to take her again, and I freaked out. And I have a friend whose husband is like an eye doctor, surgeon guy, and so I called them, and I'm like, where do I go? And they said to go to Costco. So we just went to Costco. And they do the eye exam and have glasses there, and it was perfect. Did I you make an appointment? Yeah, so I just called, I didn't call, Mike called, Mike okay. called Costco and okay. made an appointment and then they take insurance, so you just go in and then you have to, so like, maybe your Costco is like this, maybe not, but you go into like the side, it was like an office not inside the building, but like next oh, to the building, wow. and then you have to go inside to get the glasses from like the eye, like glasses stand. Anyways, okay. it's really easy, you can do okay. this. I can call Costco, I've called them before. You've got to They're great energy. about returning Sweatshirts, So I'm sure that I it will go really well. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That's really funny. I So every time I go to Costco, we just got a Costco membership. We used to be Sam's Club <sighs> people. But every time yeah. I go to Costco, like the customer service line is always really long. And the other day when we walked past it, I was like, what well, are people returning stuff? What do people return? Clothes, because they don't have dressing rooms. But I they know. have
1: good clothes. They have good brands, good quality. Even their own store brand like Kirkland Signature has really good quality stuff but there's not dressing rooms so that's what we return most often is clothes
0: oh okay well good to know I actually might go to Costco today and browse for a new top or two (laughs) welcome to the Costco world thank you
1: it's a good one it's a good world (laughs) all right before we jump in to our body image topic
0: Melinda has a review to share yes I do thank you guys for leaving reviews we pick a winner or two every week to send them a package so if you haven't yet or I think you can leave multiple reviews per like episode you can Yeah, so if you loved an episode, go write about it on Apple um, or iTunes. This week's winner is third grade teacher 48161. She says, I am loving this podcast. I have followed Malin since the dawn of her t-shirt days, and I am so glad she and Angie teamed up together. I have to admit that I almost reached out this week to offer some constructive criticism when I thought Angie was talking way too fast. However, I soon (laughs) learned that my podcast app has a feature that will speed up the sound, and I had accidentally clicked it. Wowzers! I knew Angie was excited about the quote she was using, but I couldn't figure out how she was talking so darn fast. Anyway, this is a great podcast for every mom to listen. It's real, and it's valid, and it's already got me trying to be better-ish. That was so nice. We do talk fast, so I can't imagine what we sound like super sped up. I know. That's crazy. (laughs) But yes, third grade teacher, please email us with your address and we will get you a package in the mail. Yep. podcast at gmail.com. Perfect. All right, Angie, are you ready to jump right into today's topic? Yeah, it's another really important one. We are talking
1: from the standpoint of how to make your life betterish, and not a high horse. Melinda doesn't even like horses.
0: But <laughs> I'm afraid of horses. She's afraid of animals. So yeah, all this of them. is
1: coming from a place of us who still look in the mirror and I want Botox. I look at my wrinkles and think, oh, I want Botox or my, I want a boob job because years of breastfeeding and mom life made them not as perky as they used to be. Do you so, know what
0: my life goal is? Do you know who I want to look like when I'm 60? Who? Chris Jenner oh right look at Jane fonda isn't she in her 80s i don't look like Jane fonda (gasps) she is in her 80s i think so (gasps) i hope we look like them i hope so well they had a lot of
1: surgery (laughs) i'm okay with that but there are some we're gonna talk about this changing your body's changing and aging and how to help it without resorting to surgery or things that are promoted to you that may have side effects because is it worth it i don't
0: know let's talk I've got a quote here. I found it on Pinterest. It says, I'm tired of the media controlling my self-esteem. Like, right? Yeah. I shouldn't be watching all these Kris Jenner videos.
1: (laughs) We've talked about this and following people who make you feel less than,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And honestly, the Kardashians will do that to you. The Kardashians do. They all look the exact same. And their bodies aren't real.
1: Yeah. I've talked to, when I taught preschool and kids are so honest and they'll point out what people look like or whatever and I had a talk with all of them every class that came in because I was a music teacher and I would say it is such a good thing that you look like you and you don't look like Jackson over there because what if you look just like Jackson and his mom came to pick him up but he accidentally took you home Dylan and then Jackson's like what? Like, what do I do? That that was my mom. I said, if we all look the same, that would get so confusing. So your curly hair is perfect for you and your freckles and your skin color. Everything is perfect just for you. Don't try to look like anyone else because wouldn't that be so confusing? And they thought that was hilarious. And they all started to like, what if I looked like you and I don't want your hair. It was just so funny. But from that perspective, it was adorable. And I wanted them to, at a young age, to start understanding that, that they were created for this time exactly the way they are and Amy Poehler had an awesome quote is she said it takes years as a woman to unlearn what have what you have been taught to be sorry about my I thought I like that. that kind of goes with what I was teaching them is from a young age we as little tykes standing in the grocery store checkout line we see magazines of all one body type you know all one type of curves and And so we start to think that that's normal. What we see, what they put on magazines is what is the ideal. So if we look different, that's what insecurity starts so young because that's the bodies we see. So in this episode, we're going to talk about changing what we've been taught was normal our whole life and also how to apply that to teaching our daughters have a healthy body image, how we talk to them when they do start having the talks about, you know, body shapes or dieting or whatever. We're going to talk about all of that.
0: I your um comment a second ago reminded me of this. Like we everyone needs to look different. Like it's important that we look different. It's okay that we look different. I found this graphic, I'll post it on Instagram later. It's this graphic of fruit, and it has a watermelon that says, Why am I so big? And a banana that says I have no curves and a kiwi that says I'm so hairy, a strawberry that says I want to be taller, an apple that says I wish I was skinny, a star fruit that says (laughs) I'm a freak. Like it's just (laughs) so funny. But like Right? Like, if you put it in the perspective of a fruit, like, it would be weird if all the fruit looked the same. Like, I like my fruit the way that it is. Like, we're just fine, too. Isn't that funny? Yes, but that's such a good analogy. Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was so funny. I loved that, too.
1: When my daughter started school, her teacher gave them this whole spiel about the universe, and, like, she dressed up in this dark cloak with, like, stars on it, and she pretended she was the universe, and she talked about how technically, if you think about it, Each one of my daughter's classmates and her were... She talked about how they're not really, like, six and seven years old. They're actually billions of years old, but, like, matter formed. I love this. Matter formed when their parents decided to have them, and... Matter has been growing and creating their bodies all the time. And it was just their time to, you know, come into existence. And it was, it, this is their time out of all the billions of years that their matter has existed. Now it's formed to create them and they're so unique and special and no one has ever been like them or will ever be like them again. And I love that. Like I to- that totally goes with the fruit thing. Every single person was created
0: at, this, at the time they're alive right now, exactly the way they should be. You know what I mean? I, I love that. that. And more than anything, I want to be that teacher and dress up as the universe. I know. How fun. What a job. <laughs> Sign me up for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I found this quote too that says, Life is too short to spend it at war with yourself. And that's what that reminds me of. Like, life is short. And the time that we have here, are you really going to spend your years constantly worrying about the way that you look? I think I go back and forth with being confident and being insecure. And when I snap out of my insecurity, it's because I think, like, it'll be someone takes a picture of me that's not flattering, or my clothes don't fit the way that I want them to. And I always think, oh my gosh, like, this is the way my body looks. Why am I ashamed of this? This is what I look like. I yeah. shouldn't be afraid to post a picture of me because this, when I go out in the world, this is what people see. I should not be ashamed of it. Yes.
1: And so, why? We aren't born this way. Our little girls don't come out. You know, they don't. This is a learned thing. We are taught. You have posted a quote on our outline. Girls mm-hmm. don't just simply decide to hate their bodies. We teach them to. Now, a lot of the quotes and the lists and the tips that I share today are coming from Lexi Kite. So she has a PhD. She's from Utah and her and her sister run this Instagram account called Beauty underscore Redefined. And they talk all about body image. And they are, if you don't follow them, you just, if you follow no one else, if you unfollow everyone on Instagram and only follow one account, you should follow them. So I'm going to share what she quoted in an interview. This is what she said in an interview with um, Steph Gaudreau. She has a podcast called Harder to Kill. She said, every single inch of our bodies has been co-opted by corporations that make billions at our expense. For new moms, the market realizes they have this extra incredible opportunity. A postpartum woman who's vulnerable, who's often experiencing depression and rush of hormones, if you can get this woman, as she's also trying to keep a new life alive, to also feel terrible about her body, you've won. She will spend any amount of money on diets, pills, workouts, body shapers, just to feel normal. Not even sexy, just normal. Just someone who qualifies to be seen again. Now here's here's what you need to pay attention to. She says, I want women to rebel against any message that tells you that your body shouldn't change as you live. And then the interviewer, Steph said, where do you start? If you're a new mom, who feels shame about her body? And Lexi said, start at anger, but not anger at yourself and your body that looks different than you want it to. I'd start at anger at the systems that cause you to believe your body should look how it did before you gave birth. It's a relatively new phenomenon that mothers are being targeted with these intense beauty ideals that tell us to get our bodies back. Your body never left. You don't need to get it back. You need to take it back from systems telling you that you're only valuable and worthy of being seen when you conform to very specific and always-changing ideals. Mike, drop. (laughs) Angie, that scared me. (laughs) Good, because
0: you should be scared and angry, right? following that, yeah oh, powerful my, yeah my favorite on that was your body never left like yes. you don't have to take it back it's it's always been there oh my gosh yeah I know
1: oh I know that. when I read that it gave me goosebumps and then I this whole Instagram their whole movement is like don't be ignorant like you are being targeted by people who want to make money off of you suffering Right When we look in the mirror and we start picking ourselves apart, that is suffering. That is not joy. That is not happiness. Don't be duped. All of those things that you're looking in the mirror and feel bad about are because somebody marketed the message at you. Master marketing teams taught you to do that so you would buy something. That's horrendous. (laughs) Don't, yeah, right? Come out of the ignorance that is this whole billion dollar
0: corporate, you know what I mean? Like against women's bodies. I think something that really frustrates me too, as so, I can I feel like I can talk about it from both sides of the scale because both oh, sides for of the sure. scale. <laughs> That's funny. Literally, um, <laughs> because I um, I was growing up, I was always really thin, and when I became a mom, I lost my weight really quickly after I had babies. But when I was done having my last baby, I um, was really paranoid about gaining a lot of weight, and so I. Uh, yeah, i go back and forth if, if I had an eating disorder or not. But yeah, you know, I probably did. It wasn't healthy. So, um, but I was tiny, like 100 pounds. I monitored everything that I ate. I was super paranoid about like even eating a piece of candy. It wasn't healthy, but I was so skinny. And I felt like I was, I felt beautiful. And when I, I decided though that I didn't want to maintain that lifestyle. And it was too exhausting. And I wasn't super, I mean, I wasn't any really happier um, if I if I gained some more weight, so a lot of really rough things happened in my life a little while after that and I stress ate and just got lazy and my body like changed dramatically. Like I've gained I don't even know how much weight. I have no idea how much I weigh, but I'm the biggest that I've ever been right now, even after like three pregnancies, But I get, and that's fine. I'm confident with my body. I have my moments of insecurity, but I think the most frustrating thing for me, my triggers are when I see people who knew me when I was really skinny. Like just, I don't want people to look at me and think like what happened or like what's wrong. Like I just, life is going on. Like it's, I'm okay. But also it's really frustrating to walk into stores. Like I can never walk into Target and just go like buy a bra. Like that can't happen. They don't make my bras for Target. And they're starting to bring in more uh, sizes and things at these stores, but still, it's really, um, I don't know what the word is. I understand that there maybe isn't a huge demand for every size, so they can't carry it all. Like I understand that supply and demand thing, but it can be very discouraging as a woman with a curvy, uniquely shaped body to walk into a regular store and not be able to find anything. I think that's where my biggest insecurity comes from. Like I have to go to a special store to find something to cover my boobs. Like okay, well that needs to change. If you think about all the
1: different ways they can customize everything else in the world, mm-hmm. they can start customizing clothing because bodies constantly change. There is mm-hmm. no normal body. There's mm-hmm. surgery that can create conformity, mm-hmm. but there is not normal. There is genetics and eating and environment and exercise level and disease. There is not normal. Yeah,
0: and you I know I think, what I mean. Um, I thought. Uh, reminds me too back when I was running my shop remember the t-shirt shop that I like to talk about oh yes so, back in the day when I was running my shop <laughs> um, I uh, my friend who was modeling for me Lauren uh, she's very tall and very thin and I remember we'd have customers that would write us and be like uh, can you show us what this looks like on a normal body and that was so offensive like can you imagine being Lauren she was like is well my my body's normal for me like why like that's like any I understood what they were saying but I think too you have to remember that uh tall and thin is just as normal as short and stumpy like everyone's normal is different there is no normal body and we shouldn't use that word to describe bodies so before that's that brings up something I've done with my daughter, and I'm going to read you the
1: a list um, or from Beauty Redefined of how to help girls and boys have a healthy body image. But first, I came to this idea, and it's a little controversial, before when my daughter was young, and I, I, she's six and a half now, and... My husband and I, we don't like wearing clothes. Like, I take off my pants all the time. I walk around the house without pants all the time. <laughs> but And so does he. But so we were kind of like, at what age is she too old for us to do this? And, like, change in front of her. And we were trying to come up with that. And then mm-hmm. I realized, do I not want to change in front of her? Why, do I not- why don't I want to change in front of her so she doesn't see, like, my private parts? Or is it because I don't want her to – am I ashamed of my – like, low-key, I was kind of hmm. ashamed about my body. And then I realized, if she doesn't see me without clothes on, who is she going to see without clothes on? She's mm-hmm. going to see – the magazine models—they are the people that society has deemed acceptable to be publicly undressed, right? Mm-hmm, right. And that—what does that tell her? That's the only body type she's going to see. And then I decided I am going to take her to the YMCA locker room with me, the yeah. women's locker room, and I want her to see all the naked women. <laughs> I want her to see in real life the real people who uh, surround her and teach her and check us out at the st- grocery store and teach her swim those are normal bodies. And then we went to St. Martin, the island, and half of the island is Dutch and half of it is French and they have a lot of clothing optional beaches. Mm-hmm. And I they're supposedly really friend like the internet was like these are the most family-friendly beaches. And I was like, really? And I told me and my husband had this talk like should we go to these beaches? And we were like, let's just go like see what they mean by clothing optional. Like if it's a bunch of like yeah, models and like hanging out naked, like mm-hmm. we'll see. And we we decided to go. And the first woman we saw topless was next to her husband and they didn't speak English. I don't know where they were from, but we joked that she looked just like her husband topless. (laughs) Literally. And and at first Olivia was like, mom, she's not wearing a top. And I was like, so? And I I was just like, look at her husband. Neither is he. So? (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, neither is he. And nobody was sexualizing her body. Nobody there, no matter what they were wearing, were being sexualized. Every single person was different, different age, different everything. And that's what I wanted. To, I want her to be exposed in a very healthy way yeah. Yeah. to different bodies i mean you have to be very that's what i realized if i'm going to kind of take that approach with her obviously you're opening yourself you have to be careful because they're always predators and people with bad yeah. intentions but taking them into the women's locker room at the ymca or you know that clothing option you do your research but that's what i want i don't want her to i don't want the only body type she sees that it's acceptable to be exposed you know, mm-hmm. and the, and I, I had that battle, too, when I tried to decide, like, what swimsuits I felt comfortable wearing, like, how much did I want to cover up, mm-hmm. and then I realized, why is it only, why is it only okay for one body type to not be covered, you mm-hmm. know, like, if I, I have to model to her what I want her, how I want her to feel, and I don't want her to, I don't want her to really have a lot of feelings about what she looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't want her to, so that's yeah. where, that's where I'm coming from. One more thing before I read this list. Yeah. Um... Sorry, I have a lot to say about this. I actually got my degree in exercise and wellness, and part of that was being uh, a new... I don't know what you call it. I worked in the counseling center at Utah Valley University as a we called it a mindful eating coach so people would sign up the program was called never diet again and it was based on intuitive eating and i highly recommend the book called intuitive eating because it basically talks about how no food is good or bad it talks about how to read nutrition labels how to you know spot a scam and marketing when they're trying to tell you know so it was really just how to overcome the dieting culture and it was just so good so i have a lot of feelings about this but as part of my degree i had to take anatomy which everyone should take anatomy like and car repair you we all have bodies and most of us have cars like you need to know how they work
0: also Am wait I, angie can we just pause yeah. for a second so i can tell everyone what you did last week or two weeks ago yeah angie changed her own car tire this is God. angie i think i posted about it that angie was having a rough day like i did there's an instagram post that her tire was flat angie markle pulled me and she changed her own tire i would not know how to do that go angie
1: let me tell you something Read your manual. Nobody reads their car manuals. It's in your car manual. And I had never changed a tire. My dad taught me like growing up you need to change a tire. You're a girl, you need to be able to take care of yourself. But I have a newer car that I never had to change a tire and it was really hard. And I I I Marco Polo and Melinda and I was like, "I can't record podcast because I'm changing my tire and it's stuck and I don't know why it's stuck. I had like jacked it up, taken bolts off." And Melinda sent me all these YouTube videos and was like, "You need to get a jackhammer." And I was like, "I don't have a jackhammer." A sledgehammer. No, a, sledgehammer. a sledgehammer. Yeah. yeah. And so I posted on my neighborhood Facebook page. I was like, does anyone have a sledgehammer? <laughs> can someone come help me? And a man, a neighbor came over and like, he had to donkey kick it really hard. I guess like the rim can get stuck to the wheel. The, the metals can like, they don't want to be de- almost magnetic, I guess. He had to give it a big kick and get it off. But anyway, yes, I was very proud. Of and Angie,
0: Marco pulled me on her way to the car place and her face was like covered in like car dirt. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. She looked really cool. I'm really proud of you. I was very she, proud. Go yeah. you. It I was awesome. got a screenshot of that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. So the one thing I want to say before this, too, that helped with my body image issues, because I used to be that girl who could not leave the house without makeup, without being done up. I would wake up, like, two hours before school in high school to get ready. I never not – I never didn't wear makeup. But then in college, my anatomy professor, we had a whole segment on, like, skin and whatnot, and she said – It's really ironic that most people spend the most time taking care of the part of their body that's already dead. Your hair and your fingernails and the outer layer of your skin. What you look like, what you see is not the part of your body that's even viable, even important. I mean, important, yes, but not to the actual health and systems. We don't spend as much time drinking water and exercising and worrying about our heart and our muscle. The the part, your brain, you know, keeping your your mind healthy Mm -hmm. we spend the most time on our skin and our nails and our hair and it's just ironic that we want to be healthy and live longer but we don't I think she there's a quote that's like if you don't make time for those things that matter now you'll be forced to make time for sickness and disease later so Mm -hmm. we could go on a whole tangent about like that but I'm gonna I'm gonna read this list about helping girls have a healthy body image This is from Beauty Redefined Um, for boys and girls who you want to have a healthy body image. The first thing she says are, what are the most powerful voices children hear that determine how they see themselves and ultimately define beauty? The first one is the voice of family members. If you say something negative about your body or your looks or any other woman, like a celebrity or otherwise, that child near you will hear And it will negatively affect her view of her own body. She'll learn that her value is based on how she looks. And here's the kicker. Even if you say something positive about a woman's body, it still has a negative impact. Because she's Mm going to learn that what is noticed and admired is how a woman looks. That's what Mm -hmm. we're talking about, how women look. So what does a parent do? Start now to change the conversation. The first priority is no more rude comments about your own looks. Stop it. The second is evaluate how you're talking about other people's appearances and what motivates you to do so and then talk about the power of words, both positive and negative, negative. and then don't pretend like your do- bodies don't exist or don't matter. Teach her that it matters a lot, but not for the reasons she's been taught. Explain that companies try to convince people that their appearance needs to be, quote, fixed, so they'll buy their products. But nothing we could ever buy will truly help us feel worthy of love, happiness, and success. Teach them what to say when they hear snide comments. Make a list of things your family can compliment each other on other than physical appearance. Encourage girls to participate in sports and enjoy physical activities. The second, what are some indicators that our children may need us to help develop a new working definition of beauty? An indicator is if she uses the F word, which is fat. If your child calls herself or someone else fat in a disparaging way, that's a sign that she has learned some harmful messages that some bodies are more valuable than others. So what do you do? You respond without putting a value on fat. It's not good or bad. It just is. The second you respond to her calling someone fat by telling her, that's not nice, you're teaching her that fat is bad. Be a champion for body diversity. Talk openly about how some bodies have more fat than others for a variety of different reasons, and that isn't an indication of health. If your child is called fat, don't automatically respond by assuring them they're not fat. Telling a child that they're really thin isn't going to protect them from the pain of being called fat. If we give size-based comments the power to build us up, we reinforce their power to tear us down. Teach her that her body is an instrument, not an ornament, and treat your body the same way. Then she says, if your kid starts talking about dieting, that's another indicator of poor body images if your child wants to go on a diet or you see that they're restricting food. Let her know that people and companies in this world try to convince little girls and grown women that they should shrink and take up less space, but it's a mean lie. This lie is intended to get girls to spend money and time worrying about their bodies. Talk to her about how our bodies need and want food for lots of reasons, including for fuel and enjoyment. By paying attention to how she feels when she eats, she can take better care of her body and trust that her body will lead her toward choices that are good for her. Let her know strict diets hurt our bodies and almost never lead to sustained weight loss. So what does a parent do? You make a list with your daughter of all the wonderful inner traits you both have. Celebrate those. Talk about goals and dreams you both have where you can use those traits. If we are so focused on our physical bodies, it stunts our progress in every way that really matters. Research shows us that when we live to be looked at, we are left with fewer mental and physical resources to do what can really bring happiness.
0: Wow, wow. That's good too. I love, like, I have nothing to add to that. It was all just exactly perfect. I One love thing I'll add, yeah. Um, but when she was
1: talking about fat, I think most parents would cringe initially and be like, don't say that. That's mean. And when I thought about it, I was like, calling someone fat makes no sense. Here's where we need to not be ignorant fat is a substance found on all animals right and blood so calling someone fat fat is a noun not an adjective Mm -hmm. that makes no sense it's like calling someone blood or bones you have fat so someone isn't fat somebody has fat and so we i talked to olivia about this that some people in parts of the world have more fat naturally because fat has a purpose to insulate us from cold and to protect our organs and we went to a museum and we saw a walrus and i said she said that Walmart that that walrus <laughs> is so fat and I was like that walrus is so big and it has a lot of fat and it needs its fat you know what I mean we talk about fat from the purpose of what it is mm-hmm. it's not an adjective let's stop using fat as an adjective fat that doesn't even make sense now when people say that I'm like you kind of sound stupid because now it, that is not that is not an adjective fat is a substance it doesn't make sense to call somebody that so Yeah, that's the way I'm teaching my daughter about the word fat like it's not good or bad it's a substance you can't be fat unless you're literally a glob of fat with nothing else (laughs) and that's silly so stop
0: I love that and I've been noticing too like I'm sure you've seen her Angie on social media this body positive body positive movement there's a lot of women yeah it's my favorite thing it's so refreshing to open up Instagram And to see women whose bodies look like mine, shamelessly just like sitting down in their bra and underwear and like their stretch marks and like their stomach is hanging over their underwear and their arms are like drooping. I'm just like, oh, I love this. Like this is what I want my children, like just how you wanted Olivia to to see other bodies. Like this is what I want my children to know. Like bodies look like all of this. Yeah. I, I just makes me happy. My friend, um, you guys should follow her. Her name's Katie Crenshaw. She... Um, is an advocate for this body positive movement and she just threw this summer through a body positive pool party and it was just all these women just all different shapes and sizes just so confident and comfortable and i wish that i could have gone it was in atlanta i believe and i just think it's really wonderful and there's a model um ashley graham is that her name who's pregnant right now and she's been posting on instagram a bunch of shots of her pregnant body and it's just like stretch marks and all of it and it's just I don't know. It's just so refreshing to look online and see that. Something different yeah. and something that that the majority of people, I don't, I don't feel like the majority of people look like supermodels, you know? Yeah, and maybe on Instagram, we should have a post tagging
1: all our favorite body positive. Because yeah. Instagram is can be such a cesspool and it can make you feel bad. And when you consume before you create, you're going to consume messages that are going to affect how you feel. So if you're consuming all of these body poor, you know, poor body image accounts, it's going to make you feel that way. So we'll tag all our favorite accounts. One one account that I will say that I love, it's from Jamila. Have you seen The Good Place? It's on NBC. Yeah. So she runs an account called I underscore way, like W-E-I-G-H. Mm-hmm. But she is, and it's one of my favorite accounts ever because she uses her power, like her position to literally attack companies and make change. Like she will go on Twitter and blast like Macy's or or any company that says like oh use this to get rid of your stretch marks and she will and then she'll post and they'll change and they'll be like you're right well listen to it like she's making changes and she's awesome so that's another account I highly recommend following if you want to fill your life with I'm not going to say normal common stretch marks are common you know gaining weight is common bodies change I mean, it happens. So, yeah. that fill your feed with positive, body positive. I just
0: pulled up her account, and the first thing that popped out to me is this quote that says, what we don't need in the midst of struggle is shame for being human. Oh, it's from Brene Brown.
1: Oh. Of, of
0: course, course it universe. is. <laughs> of course it is. That oh, I love oh, that. So and happy. I think yes, we kind of touched did. on it a little bit earlier before, but it's super important. I remember uh, – being in high school and there was a girl who's she was just so stunning and I couldn't figure out how to get my body like it's so funny now to think about right because we were in high school and we were all just like our bodies were so different than yeah. they are now but I was like how does she look like that like I want my body to look like that and and I didn't realize when I was in high school that like genetically that was impossible I was never going to grow and be taller like I just yeah. we, we have to remember that our bodies are the way that they are. And there's just some things I tell my daughters all the time. There's just some things that we can't change. But I also, from when we were talking before about like wanting Botox and to look like Kris Jenner and boob jobs, like I don't think it's bad to want those things, but I think it, those things aren't going to fix all of your problems and insecurities. I think if you want those things, you need to be in a healthy place before you decide to go forward with them, you know, but I think whatever makes you feel happy and comfortable and confident do that, but don't live your life sad and depressed because your body looks different than the way that you think that it should look.
1: I completely agree. And that changing your body image, I think to get to a healthy place, it takes work. It's not just something you're going to wake up and look in the mirror and feel great. And so if it's not natural to look in the mirror and have great thoughts about yourself, Then you need to write things down. Like Get your homework after listening to this podcast. You have some things to do. Get sticky notes, and I want you to write a phrase on it. Use some of the quotes from this. Go get some quotes like, My body is an instrument, not an ornament. Put it on your mirror and say it out loud. I love my blank. Hang it on your mirror. You're going to have to train your brain. If these thoughts don't come natural, you need to read them until this type of talk is a habit or put on your mirror today i blank i'm so blank and fill in the blank today i finished a book i am you know i use my time wisely get used to complimenting this is another piece of homework but it goes with this get used to complimenting yourself but also training your kids to pay compliments that are not appearance based so write them down if you're still in a an unhealthy body image mindset make a list of compliments, things you love about yourself that have nothing to do with your looks because those are going to change. They can change at any time. And then get used to that and start complimenting your daughters based on that. And don't, you know, don't model that behavior. Don't let your kids see you pick yourself apart in the mirror or see you weighing yourself. I don't weigh myself anymore, Mm -hmm. but talk about how you feel. How do those clothes make you feel? That's something I do with my daughter too. I feel like I'm really mindful about this because I studied it, but I, when we go shopping how does it feel is it uncomfortable like and she's really good about that I feel like I'm doing a good job on that it's okay mm-hmm. to be a confident woman I'm proud of myself because I feel like I'm doing a good job with my daughter good but job. it's something that I've I've had to do a lot of work on because in high school I ate Nutri-Grain bar a Nutri-Grain bar actually it's was in junior high I ate one Nutri-Grain bar for lunch every day because I thought it would help me Angie I know I had a big Aww. I've always had a big butt and I didn't like I was self so self-conscious and for some like Nutri-Grain bars are now I know how to read nutrition labels and I'm like, this is full of sugar. Like, nutrient bars are not a diet food. But I was like, oh, that's what I did. I ate one every single day. I wouldn't buy lunch, I wouldn't bring lunch, I'd eat a nutrient bar.
0: Isn't that Oh my fun? gosh, that makes me sad. Something else that comes to mind is that when you're looking to change your habits and your mental state about the way that you feel, is I read this once that to form habits you have to Attach new habits to habits that you already do like routinely. So, if you yes. want to drink more water, like every day you brush your teeth, so make it a habit to drink a wat- cup of water after you brush your teeth. Or, you know what I mean? You, I love that. Use your current normal habits to partner with other habits. Yeah, you have to replace
1: them. You can't just take it away. Like they have to be replaced by new habits. Right?
0: Yeah,
1: I yeah. love that. And um, something I think about all the time at the end of my life is my obituary sometimes I wonder like if I died tomorrow what would people say about me like what are my accomplishments how did I spend my time and it's not going to be like she got a really good boob job they were very symmetrical <laughs> she <laughs> never she never let her roots grow out like she looked great in her she looked like Jane Fonda in her 80s people like, that's not on your obituary that is not and then I heard this quote it's from that I Wei I found it on the I Weigh Instagram account but she was sharing it from um Dana Su Cow or Sue Chow This was so powerful. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. The quote says, How much did Florence Nightingale weigh when she founded Modern Nursing? How much did Rosa Parks weigh when she took a seat on that bus? How much did Malala Yousafzai weigh when she started writing about the lives of girls in Pakistan living under Taliban rule? You don't know? That's the right answer because it doesn't matter. (gasps) Yes, I love that, Angie. Get busy on things that matter. Obituary worthy, hobbies, tasks, jobs, passions. Don't worry about what you weigh. And as you replace those habits, like Malin said, and are busy in pursuit of things that bring real lasting joy, that will be your legacy, then your body image will improve. You'll feel better about yourself. You'll worry about what's giving you fuel and making your body feel good so you can do all those other things. And your value will not be based on how you look.
0: Boom. Mic drop Angie again.
1: Guys, thank you so much for being here. We truly consider you part of our Betterish gang. We would love to hear your thoughts about this week's episode. So email us at betterish.podcast at gmail.com
0: or message and tag us on Instagram at betterish.podcast. And if you like what you heard, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes and make it real good because we might just share it here on our next episode. And bonus points if you share the Betterish podcast with all of your friends.